You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George, and I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. Now, and if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that like button down there at the bottom of the screen. In fact, I hope you'll do it every day because the more you do that, the the, the better we get replays and we get put before more people. So I, I'm not sure I'm explaining that correctly, but you get the drift. It's a good thing for you to do. All right? Our text for this series... Me, myself, and I, living in three dimensions, is 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it makes sense that God would create us to operate in three dimensions because God is three persons in one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In both the temple and the tabernacle of Israel, there were three parts. There was the Holy of Holies, there was the Holy Place, which was not the Holy of Holies, and there was the outer court. So there were three parts to those, and we are called the temple of God. So it's it's not an accident that we were created in three dimensions. And the innermost part of our being is the Spirit. And that's where you and I are born again. God gives us a brand new Spirit. He puts His Spirit within us. Listen to Romans 8.16. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit, not with our soul. He bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. That's where the change takes place. Listen to John 3.6 when Jesus is saying, you must be born again. He says this, That which is born of spirit is spirit. So he didn't say that which is born of spirit is soul. He didn't say that. He said that which is born of spirit is spirit. God recreates your spirit. So when you and I enter the kingdom of God, we enter by a new birth of the spirit. And our spirits are not yet mature. Our new spirits are like little babies. 1 Peter chapter 2 says this in verse 2. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow. And so that's how we begin our journey with God. We are taking on very simple things, very elementary things, basic things, and these are things that help us to grow. I remember when I first became a follower of Christ and I was born again, every single service blew my mind. Because I'm hearing things I've never heard before. And so church was like Christmas for me. I mean, it's a brand new present every service because I'd never heard the teachings that I was hearing. Now, after I'd been saved for a while, I started realizing, okay, I've heard that before, I've heard that before. And this is where a lot of people stumble. They think that church ought to be something that you go to where you hear something new every time you go. No, the Bible says sometimes we are exhorted. You know what happens when you're exhorted? When you're exhorted... You are being taught to do something or told to do something that you already know, but you haven't done it. Or you need to be told to do it repeatedly. It's something that you don't get out of the habit of doing. Uh, There was a salesman that was top of the line in the company. He had more commissions than anybody. He was doing great. And then all of a sudden he hit a slump. 
And after years of being on the job, he was losing sales. He couldn't close. And so he went to his supervisor and he said, all right, I'm going to give you my sales pitch and I want you to listen and see where I'm missing. And he really didn't think he was missing it. So he gave the pitch and the supervisor stopped him said, okay, I'm going to tell you what you did wrong. You missed this, 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 and this. And the guy said, that's basic. That's elementary. Everybody knows that. And the supervisor said, no, everybody doesn't know that. And so the guy had to learn, you have to go through a checklist. It has to be done repeatedly. You, you don't ever reach a place where you are once and for all restored in your soul. It is something that you do all the time, and for this reason, you will hear things that you've heard before, but it's because you need to stay focused on those things. You can't let them pass. God gave your spirit a new life, but it's your responsibility to feed it. You know, when I was 10 years old, I stayed uh, with my cousins down in southeast Oklahoma. They lived in the mountains down there. And uh, a pretty wild place and uh, a lot of wild animals in the woods. And one day, my uncle came home with a deer, a baby fawn that he'd seen on the side of the road. The mother had been uh, killed, and so the fawn was helpless. So he picked it up, put it in the back of the pickup, brought it home, and he let it be a pet for the kids. And, oh, man, we couldn't wait to feed that fawn. We got a bottle. We bottle-fed that thing milk. And I went back a year later, and she'd matured into a full-grown doe. And it was amazing to me how she had become domesticated. She stayed right there around the house. She's a pet, just like a pet dog. And she could jump the fences. It was amazing to watch the grace that she had. She was an amazing animal. Uh, we didn't create her. We fed her, but we didn't create her. And you don't create your spirit. You feed your spirit, but you don't create it. And so I, we couldn't create that deer. And you can't create your new spirit, but you can feed it. And when you feed it, it will grow. And so that's something you need to think about in your spiritual development. You can feed your spirit. It will grow and it will become what it was intended to be. Just like that baby deer didn't get its jumping ability from us. She was able to walk over and flat foot the whole fence. Just it didn't matter how high it was. She went over it with ease. Why? Because she's a deer. That's what happens with your spirit. Your spirit has the nature of an overcomer. The more you feed it, the more it will overcome. Your spirit has in it faith, hope, joy, has all those things in it. The more you feed it, the more it will manifest those things. Why? Because that's what it was created for. Just as that deer was created to be graceful and moving and to be able to run fast and to jump high, uh, all it needs is food. You give it food, it will do its thing. Now, the soul, on the other hand, is a different matter altogether. The soul has to be refreshed and renewed on a daily basis. So God's program for my soul is to give it His implanted Word. So I'm going to read from James chapter 1, verse 21. Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted Word which is able to save your souls. Okay, uh, the King James English is a little bit difficult there to understand. So let me give it to you from the 26 translations, James 1.21. So strip yourselves of everything that soils you. Is your phone dragging you down? Then you need to change some things. 
Are you watching television shows that cause you to compromise? Then you get a handle on your TV. Are you hanging out with people who are pulling you down? You see, you got to strip yourself of everything that soils you. And you need to strip yourself of every evil growth. When you start seeing yourself growing in the wrong direction, you need to deal with that. And make a soil of humble modesty for the word which roots itself inwardly with power to save your souls. In other words, I have to change my attitude inwardly so that I am more receptive to the word of God. And that attitude is called meekness. Now, I'm not going to get into it in depth today, but I just want to begin with this. I have to receive daily. Receiving and growing is a daily process. It's like a farmer. He doesn't plant once and then live on the seed that he planted the rest of his life. He plants all the time. He has crops that are going in constantly. He has two planting seasons a year in most places. It's not just one. And so he's constantly replanting, and he knows that he has to prepare his soil to receive the seed, and that is a willingness to listen. You know, I was a pastor, and I've been in full-time ministry now for almost 50 years, and a senior pastor for 30 years, and an, an assistant pastor for 10 And so one of the things I've seen about people is a lot of people are in trouble because they think they know more than God. And they have their minds made up that their thinking is superior to God's thinking. They argue with the thinking of God. And whether it's counsel or when they go to church, they will not listen. They will not listen. They get hung up on things because they believe they know what's best. And can I tell you that every one of us deals with this? All of us do. We believe that we know the most. And it starts out when you're a little kid. I got a sweet little old granddaughter that's a year and a half old, and she wants to have her way already. I can see it in her. And she thinks her ideas are the best ideas. And when mama has an idea, she needs to take a nap. She doesn't have that idea. She disagrees with mama. Listen to me. It's something that we all fight, and it's the ascendancy of the mind. And you have to make a decision. God knows more than me. I will listen to God. I'll listen to His Word. Well, this is all the time that I have today for this particular subject, but we're going to pick up here tomorrow and talk more about the saving of the soul and the receiving of God's Word because it will change your life. See you tomorrow. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.